The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Papp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. The other day, my husband Harry and I were sitting outside, and we're in California, and uh, it was pretty sunny. And he just made a comment about, you know, it's just such an interesting thing. The sun is so far away. And yet my leg is hot. It's really interesting. We're so affected by something so very far away. And then we started talking about how, isn't that a lovely analogy for divine consciousness itself and for the energies and our loved ones who are out there basically shining their light on us, looking at us, wanting us to be okay appropriately. Though everything's appropriate out there. But Isn't it amazing that what we can't touch, and isn't that the very hardest part, when somebody we love so very much is in body and then they're out of body, where do you put that love? Well, we can still love them, and a lot of people do things in the physical and help people and go and do things. Very often, kids who are out of body, they recommend to their parents to go and get what would have been their favorite thing. One kid really wanted like a chemistry set or a microscope. He was really into science. He was describing to his mom how he is able to continue what it is he's interested in. And that, of course, oh, I'm just getting a little hug from him. And I hope if you're connected to this guy, you're getting that wave too. He is able to observe, learn, have teachers and mentors and help us. And like we've talked about before, out-of-body people are there helping in every profession and in every walk of life. We get guidance, we get help. It doesn't mean we're not using our own noggin and smarts and, oh my God, education, of course, but intuition, number one. And I'm told to add humor. Humor is really, really important. It's interesting. I'm sure some of you know in the book, Love is Greater Than Pain. We're recording this on Alan in the book. It's his birthday today. So happy birthday. Of course, he's coming in. And he wanted to learn so much before going out. But he's assuring us that his education, not only is it not wasted here, he continues it out there. So back to this kid, he doesn't want to be rude, this little other kid was talking and he says, um, (laughs) he just said youth before beauty and they're chuckling around out there. But this is a younger guy around 12 years old. So he advised his parents to go out and for the holidays and for his birthday, buy what he would have liked and donate it because he would make sure it went to the kid who had the same fire in his belly or in his brain or in his heart that he did. 
And so somebody else could grow and learn. And that way he gets to mentor here on earth in a different way through his parents, through his loved ones, as he continues to learn. I think I've talked about that often, you know, often, all the time. And these days we're seeing a lot of doctors. I'll look at their entourage, their out-of-body entourage, and not to be invasive, but people have guides with them. And you can basically pretty much check out that feeling of, oh, and they're saying, we've talked about this before, the feeling, those instinctive feelings that you get that kind of rush, or maybe you shouldn't be there, you should find somebody else or go to a different doctor. Listening to the body, we've talked about signal systems. So what I just got was a rush of energy through my right foot. You can run to that doctor and that feels good, or if it's a, you feel more trepidatious, it could be a different feeling like to, to run away. It's interesting, the guidance we have in our bodies, it picks up on. We are antennas. Remember that we're multi-vibrational creatures, all of us. And we can commiserate with the trees and we can hug the doggies and kitties and we can, we can sit and look at a bird and, and kind of feel that vibe. A hummingbird comes and, ooh, that vibe. We're here on a sliding scale all the time. So there are so many energies out there who love us, who are looking out for us. People talk about electromagnetic fields and microwaves and radio waves and all those things. And of course, there are all kinds of waves. One thing that I keep hearing over and over and over again is the vibration that connects all of us and is the source and root of our own divinity as we are all one. Alan's real name is Amir. I've told you that too. Amir, he's smiling from ear to ear and he's saying, that's the whole thing. We're all connected. We all, we share the breath. We need the trees to help our breath. We're all connected that way. So what does that mean? Well, if we're all connected to each other, then what this little guy is telling us to do, he says, I'm not that little. Okay, yes, you are not that little. He's more, he is closer to teenage. He, he says that when you do an act of kindness here on the physical plane, it just feels so nice. And of course, he's chuckling and they're all laughing out there. And it's like, sure, make his parents do it and they have to pay for the present. But the thing is that for his parents, it was a joy. And for his parents, it was a direction of where to take some of that physical energy that they wanted to give to him and just really him. So they gave to somebody else with him in mind, at his direction, with his heart, with his heart knowing, knowing that he is aware. And so it's like a double gift. It's like a circular gift. He's gifting his parents with the information. His parents are gifting another kid who's in body, but they're gifting their own son who's out of body with, I'm aligned with you. I hear you. I hear what your needs are. And I know you want to perpetuate that which you were so very interested in. This young man he talked about, he wanted to be a surgeon. He talked about, he's come in and he's channeled before, and he's talked about how he's still learning out there. And whether you're in body or out of body, you get to do and follow the dreams. You get to pursue that which you love. It's easier to sign up for courses, I hear, and you don't have to worry about being blocked out. I'm pretty old and you have to worry about get, get in there and sign up. Everything's available to everybody. 
And how do they figure it out? I'm told vibration, intention. There are libraries, there are schools. We can't see them, or most of us can't, or, you know, I, I hear many, many, many of us visit. Many of us get to walk through those libraries or feel the reflection of the heavenly library, or not to be, you know, just the out of body, the celestial so much. Does that, you know, there are so many words and we don't want to get caught up in the semantics. But the broader library that a lot of people refer to as the Akashic Records, everything is available. We have access to that. Of course, we do. We're stretching our vibration. It's like stretching when you play the piano or stretching when you're doing anything. If you do it and your desire is there, you can visit, you can play. But what most of us do, and this has been channeled in many times, is we carry soul memory. And if you like to read, You'll, you might end up going to the library. I know I did this as a kid, and I would just hold my hand away from the books about an inch apart away and, and walk and see what vibrated or what literally might like fall into my hand because that would happen too. Think of all the many ways this happens. Sometimes it's our own intuition. Sometimes it's our guidance. Sometimes it's our loved ones who are out there. You know what they want us to do, though? Ask. How can we best serve? This kid wants me to say that his parents, they actually said, what can we do for you? What can we do? What can we, you know, I know you're here. I know you're learning. And that's when he told them, they asked, it's okay to go out and help the people here in the same way you would want to be helping your loved one who's out of body. But you know what's happening at the same time? Just like the sun, you can't wrap your arms around the sun. God knows that would be a problem. But we bask in it. We're in that light. It reflects. And it reflects all day long and whatever's going on weather-wise or nighttime. Of course, there's the moon. And when Harry and I were outside deliberating about all this, about how the sun and all of this, it's just like divine consciousness. I got to thinking about the moon and the waxing and waning. And isn't that just so much like us? And I've come to understand that sometimes you can only absorb so much or go through so much. And then you need to be dormant a little bit to absorb. And if you're running around and have a busy life, it's not so easy. I used to wonder when I was younger, when do we do that? And then it catches up and you just have to sit and reflect. But the waxing and waning, think about it, bears, you know, what's the word? They hibernate. And the, the trees, it looks like they're dormant, but they're not. So much is going on with the roots and the growth that we can't see. So here's what we're talking about today, translating what we can't see into something we can. Those parents might not have seen the smiling face of the recipient, but they know what their son's smile looks like, and they can feel it. And they can imagine this child's delight, who's in body, receiving maybe just what they asked for just what they were hoping for. And this is how we continue the love. And when we do this, we get a gift. We, of course, you feel good doing, giving a gift, but it literally raises your vibration because you're aligning the intention with your out-of-body loved one with giving, with expansion, with love. And of course, during grieving, there's so much retraction. 
we pull back. Now, I was just recalling yesterday, again, and I know I've mentioned this before, when my mom passed, it's 14 years now, I could channel for other people, but I could feel her, but I couldn't channel her. Grief is really a heavy-duty thing, and we think we're never going to stop grieving. You know what? It, again, it's semantics. Life is never the same when someone we love is out of body. We don't snap back. We know all the foolishness in terms of what people can say. The thing is that the physical body with the lower vibration, it's interesting because most cultures that have a year of mourning, they kind of understand, and it came from this feeling that it really takes, and this is channeled in, I don't know these things, but they're channeling in that it really takes a whole trip around the sun for the body to acclimate. We're in the physical plane. We can go out of body and be dancing with our out of body loved ones. We can channel them. We can play with them. We can love them. The physical body is the physical body and it wants what it wants. And we want to honor that. To deny the physical body and to stuff it somewhere is to put the body at dis-ease. These are old concepts. When somebody is in it, it's really hard to think about the concepts because it's all about the feels. So they're directing, if it's sunny where you are, to go outside and just be in the sun for a few minutes and allow it to hold you, caress you, just hold you steady, give you, align with you. If you're a breeze person, focus on that. If the sun's not out, go lean on or hug on a tree. The thing is that this earth, this beautiful earth we're on, has so much to sustain us as we're walking on it, whether our vibration is high or low. You know what it feels like when your vibration is high, and you know what it feels like when it's low. And when it's low, it's very hard to hear consoling words. You know people love you. You know people are wrapped around you. You know people would do anything to ease. There's no gift. There's no phone call from whatever clearinghouse that you won. You are where you are. And that's nothing on earth can really fill what feels like the physical void. When we fully understand that the physical void is different now, but when we understand that our loved ones are loving us and maybe extra, extra because we're going through so much, don't forget they have access to us. It's not based on faith and watching for signs. They're sitting on the couch next to us. So we have our signs and we have our experiences and we know, and the more we know, and like Michaela's mom says, awareness of the connection is the connection. When we know it offers them solace. It makes them comfortable. It amplifies their energy to help amplify ours. And so during that time of physical grieving, and even if it takes longer, it's okay. And maybe you can't channel them, or maybe you're having dreams. Oh, there's a bunch of people here saying, if you've had dreams where you feel you're, like you're with them, but you can't remember a word, that's a very common thing. You're opening up to and in their vibration. 
there coming in, lowering theirs. It's like when I channel, I, I meditate for a couple of minutes and I ask for help and my vibration goes up and out of body, it comes down a little bit to be accommodating. And we kind of ride that wave. And when I get what I call the wave, I get that tingling all through the body. And that's what was happening when Harry and I were sitting outside on our little swing and talking about the sun, because there's so much here on earth to sustain us when what we want is that person to hold. And so we can take responsibility to stay here on the earth, not go chase them out of body, no, stay here and demonstrate that love that they need and allow ourselves to feel held, learning new ways of doing that. Because our loved one and ourselves, all of us, we're part of this divine consciousness. You can use any word you want, creation, energy, whatever it is. We're all connected. When we go outside and allow the sun to help us, to hold us, it can help sustain us and raise our vibration. And while we can't have... The, that first wish we might wish for if we had a genie, yes, I want them back in body. If we can't have that, yeah, there's a lot of grieving to be had. And no, this isn't, oh, oh, just do this and you'll feel fine. It's not negating any of those parts. But when you allow yourself to have a broad perspective of knowing that your loved one is part of the divine consciousness, and so is the sun and the moon and the stars. I remember back in the day, there was a, a mouse movie where he sang a song about the same moon or the same stars. And, and, you know, sometimes we love somebody who's far away and maybe they're wishing on the same star. And that's a sweetness. It reminds us of the connection of those we love in body who might be far away. What about those who are out of body? They feel far away. They feel far away because we can't touch them the same way, but they're sitting right near us. They're draping themselves on us. They're holding us. They love us. Maybe if there were some tough circumstances, they might have trepidation and feel like, oh, I want to work all this out before I get too comfortable. But the goal out there, the healing, is to come and heal with us. And their biggest desire is to help us, to help us have a peacefulness. Again, we've talked about how we say rest in peace. Yeah, we all want to be peaceful, but what do you think they're trying to do with us? Help us have peace. So if it feels like it's too hard and it feels like we're talking about sometimes you're just up against the wall and, and maybe your gut is feeling gutted, if you can just take yourself outside and allow the air, nature, whatever is there, just to hold you. If there's somebody around who can support you in the way that you need to be supported. I've heard from so many people when the need is so high, a lot of people come around, but you need to not, not so much distance yourself from people. I hear from a lot of people that it's too peopley. Sometimes the world is too peopley because they're out of body person. They need to just feel there's no right or wrong way. People do what they need to do. But the beautiful thing of this collaboration is it's a chain reaction. Oh, it's so funny. I just saw what DNA that chain looks like. That's what this is like. And again, I'm being told over and over for many years, 
that spiritual DNA is oh so much stronger than physical DNA, and we know that that's pretty strong, and epigenetics is proving that now. So there's spiritual DNA, there's our DNA, but think of the entanglement, that beautiful entanglement with our loved one, and even if they are not in the same vibrational frequency, do you think they have untangled their love from you? No. You think they're extra concerned because they're not there to help you through what might be a very tough time in your life? Yeah. I hear from parents, and I am now, they come in all the time and say, I'm the person, or, or from significant others, I'm the person you would have been leaning on, and I'm the person who's out. You can lean on them just differently. They want you to. They're asking you. They're pushing and begging you to, but only if it goes with your comfort level. To lean on them, to lay it down, and to understand that it is real, just like the sun that you can't put your finger on, but you can put your finger on where your leg is hot and feel the heat. You know what it's like when your loved one hugs you. You know what it's like with that inclusiveness. You know what it was like before you came into body. It's your soul right, your knowingness. One of the most beautiful things Amir said, other than love is that we go through it all to learn that love is greater than pain. He said, would you trade? Is it worth it? Are we better for having been together or not? We were okay out of body. And he told his mom, you know, you were in body for many years, then I came in. I went out of body first. Are we going to be better or worse for it? God, that's a lot of pressure, isn't it? It's a lot of pressure if you use the thinker. If you drop down into the heart and notice the energy in your feet, if your feet are flat on the floor or wherever they are, notice the groundedness. Notice the groundedness. Parents often ask, you know, what do I say? What do I, people ask how many kids? Yeah, you have one who's in body and, and yes, maybe there's somebody out of body but they're still there and they need to be acknowledged. You don't erase somebody just because they're out of body. What would history be or herstory? It's all about the old days and what people did before us, but they're still active with us, physically active with us because they are soul aligned with us. And even though they went out of body with whatever circumstance they did, we matter to them. So if you've been told not to take up too much of their time, their time, I'm being told over and over, you know, they have plenty of time. They've got all the time because we sleep sometimes and they travel at the speed of thought. So if we're busy and they're, they're doing, they're learning like this kid who's a doctor now, they're learning. But if we think of them and we need them, they travel at the speed of thought and we are their priority. And what I have found through many, many years of channeling is that if the relationship was tough, the tougher it is, the more dire they try to get through. It's always the ones who want to set things straight or apologize, who are banging on there. The, the people who everything is straight, yeah, they're watching out for you, but they might not feel as dire. They want to help us. And out of body, as we've often said, sometimes when there's shame, or even for good-intentioned people, who might not want to look at why they were unconscious on this day or that, the impetus to keep going, like we've said, is if you do this, if you break pattern, you can help those who are still on earth. And so many times channeling that is basically 
the difference between diving in and having trepidation about it because they're diving into their own life review, understanding that it can help us to unwind maybe some complications or misunderstanding. It gives them the opportunity to help us because in the same way we want to help them, they want to feel, it, it's, you don't want to say, you know, that they feel powerless out of body and they want to feel powerful. Not really the right word, but they want to feel effective. So they tune into us. <laughs> one kid just came by. I remember this one. He told his mom she was buying sneakers and, and she had it down to two. And she decided which, which one she liked, but she, he kept pulling her to the blue ones. So she bought them. And he said, do you realize you were channeling me? And so now it's easier for her to channel him. She went with her gut, even though she didn't know where it was from. If your gut tells you, go and make a little ice cream fund for this little group of kids in your kid's name, or you want to go and do something, actively sharing and expanding your energy is what they're doing with us. It's how you can mirror their literal actions right now. And they're asking us to do the same. Doesn't feel right, don't do it. Do what feels right to you. But the thing is, every time you open up to some higher vibration, every time you do that, there's the potential for joy. The potential to be maybe a little more rock solid in your body. I, I wouldn't be laughing at me because I don't know what that feels like really because I, I like to be out and about a lot of the time. But we live here. We live here in our instrument. And so they're saying, notice your instrument, notice its neediness, notice that sometimes you just need to be hugged. And if you got the people, it's good. You got the doggies and kitties, it's good. If you don't, or it just doesn't feel like that's okay, let the sun, let the moon, let the universe, let nature go to where there's a babbling brook. Now, I spent a lot of time in New Hampshire as a kid, you know, man in the mountain and all those beautiful bricks over there. Nature and love and divine sings to us in many, many, many languages. And, and the flow of water is one of them. Another favorite having come from Massachusetts, the rustling in the trees. It's like, unless you're in the desert, I think you have it from other kinds of trees too, but just that shh. And if you come from the land of snow, there's a special kind of silence. When it snows, that's a hush that's different from other kind of quiet. All of these things, the reason they're bringing up these, this different scale of vibrational things, because some is, you know, one is just a hush. Maybe that's what you need. Align with wherever your vibration is. Don't think about it but you can ask for it. You know, it's interesting. I've noticed we've had some health challenges and things going on, and I tend to download music in my brain, not write music, but hear a song over and over and over in my head. And I won't even realize it, but it's in there just trying to, you know, I'll finally after months, maybe, I'm not that swift sometimes, I'll look up the rest of it and see how much it's really serving. So before we started, I played the latest song that's going through my head. It's really old. I like the live version recorded at Woodstock, and it's by Melanie called Lay Down. And it's really about just laying it on down, and the lyrics are, let your white bird smile up. I just found it's a very freeing feeling. And I feel like, oh, I hear laughter out there. See, I don't know how these 
these, what do they call them, earworms, whatever it is, get into my head, and they're laughing. And they say, well, you know, they plant them there so that they can be helpful, these little songs, and help us align on a personal level, but also to share. See if you have that going on. See if you have a song going through your head. And the other thing is don't forget that you can play with high vibrational toys. Being old enough to be channeling before we had these things, it's amazing to see the difference. They could guide us to put on the radio now. My mom will still do that sometimes, being old school. But these gizmos like the phone and the whatever music things you have, it's such a high frequency. So if you put it on shuffle, they really can play with you. Go for the playfulness, go for the laughter if you can. And if you can't, know that when we come for our big adventure here at Schoolhouse Earth and our breath is sacred and it's nice to stay here as long as we can. But I'm reassured always and I've channeled for so many people who I later channel. You do it for that many years. And they report that the minute you hug those loved ones, the loved ones I used to channel for them, it's as if none of the pain ever existed. You're in that same frequency with the immediate recognition that you weren't separated all along. And that's the truth. You're not separated all along. You're not. You might not be able to rely on your vision. You might not be able to rely on your touch. But there are big, wonderful things in nature to teach us that we can sure feel all those things like the sun and the love and all of those things. Notice if you feel energy shooting out of your right foot, maybe you're starting to or already have signal systems. Just allow. You know what happens when you open yourself up to it? If you're walking around, doggies out there will come running and want to be with you. If you're in a house where there's cats, maybe Mr. Aloof Cat is going to come and sit on you. They feel they know their invitations are unspoken too, you know. So, you know, when we learn the language of the animals, although at our house we like to meow back and forth at them and with them, but when you really learn the energetic and tune in, it really helps you understand how you can best tune in when you're learning a new way to communicate with someone who is absolutely there loving you. Remember this, know this. When you're feeling too far from the light to feel the light, allow yourself to smile if you can. Open the door if you can. And get yourself out there. And just sit out there for a minute or two and feel the warmth, feel the heat. Because right now, there are so many gathered to say they want to hug you. And so if you're not in that place of really feeling those signals and signs yet, or you're feeling too overwhelmed, sit outside and allow your loved one to collaborate with the sun and get through while you're basking just in that sweet air and in that light. And know that you're loved. You know, if somebody goes in another room, they don't stop loving you. If they go to a different frequency, that love is still there and so is yours. And there's always the ability to work things out because love is greater than pain. And I guess, thank you, Amir, because it's, uh, it's his birthday. So 
remember, really, really remember that those who have passed, they are present. They like to be acknowledged. And the things you do in the physical plane, they matter. They raise you up closer to their higher vibration. And you're basking in it, whether you know it or not. So allow yourself to unfold at whatever pace you need and take a breath. And remember that all that love and all that light and your loved ones, they're all there. They're present with you. Until next time. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at marilyncap.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down.